Phantom Sway. We make stuff you'll love. Seriously, check us out. PhantomSway.com Welcome to another episode of Ladies of the Ladder. I am your host, Kira, and I am here via Skype today with my two co-hosts. Say hello to everyone, Caroline. Hello, everybody. And of course, Allison. Hello, hello. This is a big episode for us because we've been fielding conspiracy theories all season. And people have been, people, namely people like Allison and Caroline, have been making predictions. And it turns out that somebody was right this episode. Oh my gosh. I. It was amazing. I was so proud of her. I was like, Allison! (laughs) Not so amazing for Cal, but amazing for Ladies of the Ladder. Let's just get right to it because, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably seen the episode. So we don't have any spoilers for you but this is a major spoiler if for some reason you're listening to us and you haven't watched the episode yet um allison has posited a couple of times in the last couple of weeks that she believed that cal was sexually abused by steve and the clues to that were uh well she just got a feeling we had a a memory of of cal um and Steve, and she just got the icky vibe off of that. But then there were some other clues, like people saying things like, oh, uh, you know, Steve wasn't all he cracked, was cracked up to be, and things weren't that great. I'm sorry, of course, I, of course someone decides to pull a truck into the driveway of my, <laughs> my home, so I'm waiting for that sound to go away. All right, good. <sighs> people doing their regular business while I'm trying to podcast. How annoying. How dare they? <laughs> <sighs> Um, anyway, and as it turns out, indeed, we got to see Cal's mom again one last time this episode, and she confirmed it. Oh, my God. Steve is a kid diddler. Oh, I was so <laughs> sad about it. I know. I, I was, it, you know what it did for me? It brought a whole new layer to Cal for me. I actually felt so terrible yeah. for him. No, that's, yes. I kept thinking, certainly I'm misreading it, just basing my judgment on how much like Voldemort Steve looks when he's sick. (laughs) Certainly I'm Mm -hmm. just inferring that he is a creep and really hoped I was wrong and then felt so much more compassion for this tortured adult that Cal has become because of such a terrible childhood. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I mean, it was shocking. I mean, when Sarah was in there, and, and you know, again, we, we got to see Kathleen Turner one last time. What a great episode for actresses. Man, Melanie Griffith showed up in this episode. Yes. Yeah. I was so happy to see her. I love her. I haven't seen her in a lot lately, and I know that she struggles with, like, addiction issues and stuff like that. And, I mean, she's pretty open and honest about that kind of stuff I'm I'm a celebrity gossip junkie, so I, I follow all this stuff. So it was just really great to see her working. I just, I love her. I've always loved her. Um, I, I just think she has a personality that is 
I don't know if she's the most crafted actress, but she's got this presence on screen that is always um, enjoyable. So it was great to see her, but we saw Kathleen Turner. She's dying, and on her deathbed, she tells Sarah, you know, tell Cal I was sorry. I knew yeah. I knew that Steve was doing this to him, and I didn't stop it. And I was Ugh. just like, what? Yeah, it was... So heart-wrenching. I loved seeing Kathleen Turner, and I loved that she wanted to make amends on her deathbed. And I really, just like Sarah, assumed she was going to apologize for the way that her husband had treated Cal, or Cal's um, birth father. Mm-hmm. And then to hear that she confirmed my suspicions about Creepy Steve. Ugh, it was so sad. That what was you, sad. What did you think, Caroline? <laughs> Were you like... Um, I was a little surprised when... Sarah was surprised by um, Brenda saying, oh, I know you. You're the one Cal loves. And she seemed yeah. to be, like, so shocked by that. I'm yeah. like, come on. Yeah. You, you knew that. you got to know. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of jumping to the end when Sarah doesn't tell Cal that she, what Brenda actually said. Um, yeah. That was that I guess that part was surprising to me I mean I get it because then there she was being a trying to be nice I guess to him and not relive it even though he was reliving it on his side of the screen I think she I don't think that I think she just didn't believe it I think yeah because he had even told her when she was when she originally called him he was like well I don't care what whatever poison she has to tell you don't believe her poison lies so he had told her that she's not trustworthy. And, of course, Steve is like Jesus in the cult. So, you know, I wouldn't believe it if someone came to me and told me that Jesus was a child molester. I would really have a problem with it. So it's kind yeah, of, that's true. you know, it's kind of the same thing. She just couldn't. I don't, I just think she didn't believe it. But I, I it was, I, what was interesting is, is, is Hawk. Um, he gave her that lecture about being honest. He told her, um, because he found out that the, that the cult is in debt, that the group is in debt and about to lose their building. And he said, you know, lately people come to me for help and I, if I can help them, I do it. And if I can't, I tell them I'm honest with them. You know, it was just interesting to hear him lecturing his mother about that. I think she needed, I thought it was really bitchy of her to not tell Cal, uh, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I thought, why not help this guy who has so much pain in his heart? Why not help him feel a little bit of relief from that, knowing that his mom acknowledges that she did not do the right thing by caring for him when he was a kid? Yeah, or, yeah, mention it or ask about it or, you know, anything, something, you know, I just was disappointed, I guess. Yeah, back, um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I disagree. I think I think it was a purely purely selfish choice. I think she just didn't um, want to maybe even know the truth. You know, she didn't want to hear what Cal's response would be to that. That's what I think. But the, the, you bring up an interesting um, angle, though, Allison, because I was saying to myself this episode, like, oh, she's really becoming more like Cal. I mean, she was digging through those tapes. Remember last week we yes. were like, what was she doing? And I was like, I felt like she was listening to get clues on what people like get dirt on people, but we weren't mm. clear. But then obviously that's what it was. She blackmailed this guy. 
Totally. Yeah. I was like, Sarah. Crazy. I know. I can't wait to see what happens of that. I just was, this is the episode where I went from, Cal is getting on my nerves. He's such a prick, you know, and I want good stuff for Sarah because she loves Eddie. Uh, But this episode, I was like, you know what? Sarah's a real bitch. And I just was so upset with her choices. Um, And then I wanted to, like, hug Cal and give him a hug. You guys, I can change him. He just needs. Oh, my goodness. No, I can't. See, I was on that train last week and you guys were hassling me. I no, I think I he just needs the love of a good strong woman. Well, he, <gasps> oh my goodness, he did end up <laughs> talking about the love of a woman. Seriously, oh my gosh, <laughs> Cal- the love of a woman who wears black leather pants on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was a. Well, what did you what did you guys think that of that? What did you think that was about? The like, Melanie Griffith piece? Yeah, like where they were they were making out. I, first of all, remember when he mentioned there was a fee involved in $50,000? Like, mm-hmm. that wasn't going to get them out of debt, was it? No, but it would have helped. Yeah. I think she is intrigued by him. I don't think he's intrigued by her. He, I think it's still, I don't know. I think it's just to get money. Allison? Yeah, I thought he gave the small fee of $50,000. He accepted that small fee because he thought, if I can bait this woman, if she can see that I can do what I say I can, then I can make the ask for something larger. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know, he did coke and then they're making out by the pool and she just, she seems like a love the one you're with kind of woman. Uh-huh. And he's kind of like, well, when in Rome, you know, I, I'll use a few more cliches. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it felt like he's going to do what he has to do to prove that he can kind of live in her world. And so if that's do coke and hang out at the beach and then make out by the pool, then that's what he'll do. And she seems, I don't know. Yeah. I liked, I, yeah. It was for me, it was up and down. And I really, again, I think this speaks to what a great performer Hugh Dancy is because I felt like I was watching him make a few different decisions in that moment. And maybe it's just me as a fan reading into it, but I felt like I could see him doing kind of all of the above, all of what you guys were saying. Like at one point, Uh, It was like, okay, he has a decision to make here. He can kiss her back and step into this and he can have maybe use his, you know, masculinity and her neediness Mm -hmm. to to their benefit. Uh, Also, at the same time, though, we saw Cal struggle all night long. We saw him offer the girl who really could have bailed them out you know, a path to some sort of freedom when he told that pop star, look, just run, you know, you're miserable. We saw him understand what it's like to want to die. And he 
called Melanie Griffith, he called her out and he told her all about herself. And so on the other hand, it was like, yeah, okay, I need this woman. So I need to make her need me, but also I need someone right now, like two broken people just really needing, needing the, the holes filled, so to speak. But yeah, just like, that's kind of what I thought that was. But I do agree that, you know, I'm like, Cal, he's going to use this for his advantage. But I think in that moment, too, it was just like he needed someone. He just lost his mom. Sarah was nowhere close to him. All those old feelings and raw emotions were stirred up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So it's just like reaching out for someone for comfort. Yeah. Yeah. What movie? Have you ever seen High Fidelity with... John Cusack? Yeah. Mm-mm. He and his wife are split, and then her father dies, and they go out to the car, and she starts to put the moves on him. She wants to have sex in the car, and he's like, your dad just died. And she said, yeah, my dad just died. I need a little bit of a distra- distraction. And then they end up sleeping together in the car. Spoiler. But that's <laughs> just that same kind of, yes. that kind of a thing. Like, I just need to distract myself from everything that's going on in my life. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um as a wife of 18 years who has been in multiple like marital counseling, like and group counseling and like group marriage Bible studies, I can tell you just from talking to other married women that for men, like that it sex is like a healing thing. Like for, so a lot of men, when they experience tragedy, I, I remember talking to one woman, she was like, my husband's mother died. And the right after the funeral, he wanted to have sex. And I was just like, what? This is crazy. But the I but when she thought about it, she's like, but that's intimacy, you know, for him. And that's what he and that's what he needed. And that's kind of what I thought about when I saw Cal and Melanie Griffith. I was like, well, he needs some intimacy. He's not really capable of it, you know, and this is the best he can do. But it was interesting, you know, um, I think it would be cool to see the pop star kind of pop back up at the compound, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe she did just keep driving and she drove all the way to New York and joins the compound. And I don't know. I like that she didn't fall for his spiel. Oh, sorry, Carolyn. Oh, I was just going to say, what if she then has a thing for Hawk? Right. (gasps) (laughs) He needs a new girl anyway, because Noah's not going to cut it. But just another one of Noah's mom's girls. Oh, gosh. That would be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, speaking of annoying people, (laughs) do you guys know who I'm going to talk about next? Mm, Gabby wasn't on it. No. Neither was Nicole. Nicole wasn't on it. No. Chloe. Oh, so yeah, they found the kid and obviously that was very scary for everyone. And when Eddie came by and told her, like, this is what happened. I got kidnapped, you know, and I tried to convince them. I hated Richard and Kodiak, by the way, for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, you guys, this is irresponsible. There's a child out there. Yeah. I was so mad at them. But um, then at one point he was like, Chloe, they took me, you know, they took me and they're trying to get me back. And I begged them to go get the kid and they wouldn't. And she was I I have in my notes, Chloe, this is when you make the right choice for your kid and bail. This person is not good for your child. Yeah. Your scary child. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she was so quick to forgive him 
for abandoning her kid in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and I yeah. and I get it. Like he he didn't want to be. He was kidnapped. He was taking the kid to her. I get that. It wasn't really Eddie's fault, but the fact is is that all of this drama is going on around him. You can't have a guy like that in your life when you're a single mother. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. I was very upset with her. I'm like, just cut your losses and go. You cannot be this desperate. Mm, I think she is. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I have in my notes, I just hated most people on this episode. I did. I was annoyed with everyone. Um, the only person that elicited any kind of sympathy for me was Cal. And even still, he's a murderer. <laughs> he is. I always forget. I don't think of him as a murderer. I know he is one, but I just don't think of him as one. And that's how you and Sarah, Chloe so quick yeah. to forgive. Yeah. And that's how Sarah's looking at him, too. And I'm like, we can't forget that Cal murdered someone in cold blood. It wasn't even like an accident. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 But I did, um, yeah, I just, like, Richard and Kodiak were annoying me. They they were grossly irresponsible. Chloe is, and her parenting decisions bother me. Eddie, I, Eddie needs to, like, pull it together. Like, he needs to make a decision about something. But he's going to now go back to the movement? And wear Steve's necklace? I know, that's what worries me. I'm like, I don't like the way this is going. What was Steve ne- Steve's necklace? I missed that. At the end, um, Richard came over to Eddie's and gave him Steve's necklace. And he was like, I took this off the body and saved it. And I think it's for you. Oops, I missed that. And then he tried to tell Eddie that, you know, you have those marks on your body. That's The light is in you. Yeah, you are now light because you were struck by lightning. And so here is your new necklace. You are like, you take over for Steve. Dang it. I really should have paid attention in those last couple minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's big. Spoiler alert. That is, wow. That's Thank big. for filling me yes, in. Yes, that is big. <laughs> and then, but of course, we know, because we looked up last week, what a lightning strike looks like. And it yeah. looks on your skin, and it looks like exactly what Eddie had. Exactly. They've done such a great job, makeup department. Well done. Yeah, that was incredible. But so he was trying to tell him, look, this is just because I got struck by lightning. But he is having visions. He is or having dreams, at least. And he went back to the compound and Steve was like, I, you know, Steve, dream Steve, let him through the garden. He's like, I was too big of a sinner to do this right. But you can do this right. In my mind, what I see, what I saw for the future, like season three or four was Eddie then becoming like Steve, maybe not a child molester, but like corrupt <laughs> having really, yeah, I really did. I saw like, I, I was like, maybe this flips on its head and oh, Eddie comes dear. back as a savior. And then in order to protect the group from all of these secrets that are just piling up and piling up, then he then becomes like Sarah and like Cal and you don't think it will pit husband against wife as he tries to bring people back to righteousness and she's driving mm. people further and further into the darkness? I don't know. That's interesting. That's an interesting juxtaposition there. But I do <laughs> think we're going to see Eddie come back. And it's not oh, going to be 
well received. Like, think of what Nicole will say. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> not only is he coming back, he's coming back as the leader. Yes. As not even a co-guardian of the light. As no. the guardian. <laughs> the guardian. After he left. After he denounced them. Yeah. No, people aren't going to like it. No. Um, and yeah, so I don't know, but I was like, I was disappointed. I don't want to see Eddie go back. I know that this is his home and I know mm-hmm. that he wants to, and I know he's probably a, would be a better leader than what's going on now, but it's still a cult and I want him to escape. So. Yeah. But like he said, my family's there. Yeah. He's yeah. a good guy. Eddie's a good guy. He might be the only good, decent guy. Right now, Hawk, I think he's just brainwashed, but he's like, a, seems like a good kid. Um, and then did you guys notice Steve's shirt that he was wearing in that scene in the garden? I was too distracted. No. By, his- by his hair. Yes. Yeah. It's terrible hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a wig. I need to rewatch that scene. He, what shirt was he wearing? He, well, the shirt was interesting. I just wanted to know if you guys noticed it because it had a path on it. It had a map on it. Really? Yeah, it looked like a map. Um, so I was like, well, and nothing is accidental in this show. And I love all the little clues and Easter eggs they li- leave all over the place. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was just wondering if you guys saw that. No? No, I, I didn't. Got a picture of it. I missed it. But that yeah, I clearly was... need to rewatch. His yeah. white, creepy hair was just really throwing me yeah is that like a wig that the actor has to wear or is that the actor's hair i sincerely hope it's not the actor's hair hair. if you're listening you've (laughs) got to figure that out it's like (laughs) donald trump hair on steroids yes it is rough yeah it's bad all right that was my timer this had to be a short episode because the ladies have things to do tonight but actually i think it, this is great is perfect because this episode not a lot of plot development like as compared to other episodes but um definitely like some revelations that were big yeah definitely. and the big and so we, much yeah allison yeah. i'm so impressed with your prediction yeah i feel really proud of myself you guys i know <laughs> Still be second to win Hawk is Cal's son. Carolyn oh, my God. All of the <laughs> she will. If that turns out, like, I've been wrong in all my predictions so far. You guys have been right more than I have. <laughs> so <laughs> if Caroline, if that prediction is true, I don't know. We've got to come up with some kind of, like, prize or reward. Because that'll be <laughs> For myself? Huge. Yes, for you. Cool. Yeah, that'll be huge. We'll think about you'll it. You'll have to wear a t-shirt that says, like when we go to the finale this yeah. season, you'll have to wear a t-shirt that says, I knew Hawk was Cal Sun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, guys, um, it's going to be interesting. We've got to be, I don't know how many episodes are in this season. We've got to be close to, you know, the end. Yeah. Um. So we'll just see what happens. But as we say, lots of good revelations. We'll see um, what happens if Cal can kind of pull something out of this relationship with Melanie Griffith. I hope we see Melanie Griffith some more. Yes. Um, it was really great to see her. And um, nothing else. Anyone, anybody else have anything to add or anything we didn't talk about? Anything that they wanted to 
Mm. I think I don't think so. Yeah. Good. No, this is good. This is so everyone do not forget to follow us, please, on Twitter at L O T L underscore podcast. That's ladies of the ladder underscore podcast. You can follow me at Kira Creates. That's K I R A Creates. Um, Caroline, are you on Twitter? Not really. I not really. No, I mean elite gymnast, but um, <laughs> I don't. I don't post very often. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Allison, I am Ali Hib. A L L I H I B B. All right, and of course we um, are thankful to our. Uh, parent network the phantom sway network and you can find out more about all of the other great shows on phantom sway by going to phantom sway.com that's phantom like a ghost sway.com i have been your host kira it's been a pleasure to be with you this week on the path i if you're not watching this show get on it it is good and it's only getting better ladies may the light forever be with you and also with, with you. you. <laughs> <laughs>